Hello and welcome to That Film's Tube. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Directed by Jeff Fowler, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is the action-adventure comedy film based on the video game franchise published by Sega or Sega, and the sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog from 2020. Um, The movie is in cinemas now, but if you haven't seen Sonic the Hedgehog 2 yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our review. We will be talking spoilers. Ben Swartz reprises his role as the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog alongside a majority of the returning cast from the first film. Jason, you have the plot. After settling in Green Hills, Sonic the Hedgehog is eager to prove he has what it takes to be a true hero. His test comes when Dr. Robotnik, once again played by Jim Carrey, returns, this time with a new partner, Knuckles the Echidna, voiced by Idris Elba, in search for an emerald that has the power to destroy civilizations. Sonic teams up with his own sidekick, Tails, voiced by Colleen O'Shaughnessy, and together they embark on a globe-trotting journey to find the Master Emerald before it falls into the wrong hands, while also contending with the military organization, Gun. That first movie was so good. Let's just start there. I know we reviewed it already. It's a film I've actually gone back to and watched quite a lot. And recently watched it again with my youngest, who absolutely loved it. There is something about that movie that is just so much fun. I think that is the key word. It's fun. Uh, like, it's got a bit Sonic the Hedgehog. That that the video game movie curse. I think is like that, that proves that there is no curse. You just got to make a good movie. And I think they did that with that first one. <laughs> and like, yep. I mean, what, what else can we, I mean, we did our review. We had a good time. And look, it's not, you know, it's not the, the, a perfect movie or the most glorious, you know, like Oscar award winning everything kind of, kind of film, but it's, it's a fun flick about a green little hedgehog that goes really, really fast. It's got red shoes and, he goes up against Jim Carrey and Jim Carrey doing what Jim Carrey does or what he did do and what he did well. And he's back. I agree with everything you just said, apart from where you said that Sonic is green. Unless I, say, I misheard. Did I say green? Sounded like green. Maybe I did. We'll have to listen back. Oh, I, mean, I mean, he's blue. Everybody knows. I mean, blue, blue. I mean, if I said seen... green, I meant blue. I mean, you know what I think I'm used to? I'm used to call, referring to Grogu from The Mandalorian as the little green guy. So maybe I'm thinking like a little green dude. And that's maybe that's maybe that's why I said green, if I did say green. I'm, pre- hey, I'm pretty sure you did. But you know what? You got your shoe color right. So that is, that is okay. <laughs> when we reviewed that first movie, and we did like it, we gave it a good review. We did say, oh, it would be nice to see more of Sonic's world. And we definitely get that in this movie. But before we get to those characters, you mentioned Jim Carrey. It was such a return to form for him in that first movie. And where he ended up at the end, he's bald, he's got the big tash. It's like, wow, this looks like it's going to be so much fun if we get a sequel and have him turned all the way up to 11. And we were getting that in that first movie as well, but just having full manic Dr. Robotnik, and he delivers in this movie. Jim Carrey is phenomenal in this. You know, he's come out and said he may actually retire 
and oh, have this movie yeah. be his final movie. I'm hoping that isn't going to be the case because it's been so long since we've had this Jim Carrey. And, you know, he doesn't need to be the funny guy to give good performances because we've seen dramas that he's done as well. But just having this Jim Carrey, the, the Jim Carrey that we all loved in the 90s. Yeah, look, I I, I agree. Like, I'm all for... Um, Jim Carrey doing a little bit of little bit of drama here and there, and some of my favorite movies uh, involve him uh, doing just that. But at the same time, like you said, like his his comedy shtick from you know the nineties, like his style of uh, comedic performances, and you know, like just that over the top crazy zaniness. Someone like Jim Carrey can only pull that off. Um, and again, if you liked what he did in that first film, you're gonna get that again here, except just like you said, notched up just a little bit more. I feel like we are, we, I think we really did get like a, a Dr. Robotnik, Dr. Eggman, whatever you want to call him. We got that guy in this movie, just crazy. Um, you know, when he's floating around in his little like egg, little floating spaceship thingy, like he, he looks like, the only thing missing is that, you know, he's not around big dude like but when he's in that egg i'm like no you know what i see it i can see that character from those games and it excites me watching him and he is just a delight to because we don't get that in in comedy anymore it's either you know awkward kind of humor or or whatever it's and when someone does try and go big and be crazy like you know what jim carrey does it doesn't work but he can do it and he does it here i mean this is the perfect film for him to do it and yeah, he's, he's fantastic. And yes, he's not big and round, but it's a good trade-off <laughs> to have Jim Carrey. I mean, there's a, there's a moment in the movie where there's like, you know, like uh, Stone is going through like different upgrades for him. And then there's one where it's like a silhouette of like, for some reason, it's just enlarged. Like he's just, he's a, it's like, hey, yeah. So there's potential. We could do it. It could happen. But you mentioned, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, Jim Carrey saying like, this might be his last film or something. Again, something I don't buy. But if you if we want to sort of uh, hypothetically, like, could it be possible? I mean, the character in this film, look, when we get to the end of the movie, where is he? He's disappeared. We don't see a body. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's not. But then what it sort of sets up, could the third film go on without him and without the Dr. Robotnik character? Yes, in a way. It could, but yeah. I'm missing. I would, would absolutely... Be, yeah. Yeah, would be I'm missing, missing something, but it could do it without. Because some people said, "Like, oh, well, you, well, you need." It. And I was like, "Well, like, you don't." Not in terms of the story, but in terms of our entertainment. And again, what we get out of him in this film and that first one, yeah, I would miss him too. Okay, in regards to him saying that he could retire, he said fairly serious, <laughs> so it's not definite fairly seriously thinking about retiring but we've got him for this movie so let's just um let's be happy with that you know we can talk about sonic the mythologies you know we're getting a lot more characters but just like we got in that first movie the sega opening i love that he just took me back to my childhood back to the days of playing mega drive yeah i really hope they they stick to to that with other like, are they gonna do? I'm. Go- I'm sorry. I have to say, Sega. I just can't do it. It's just how we would say. Is it. this? 
Yeah, it's an Australian thing. A, yeah, I was going to ask, <laughs> is this an Australian thing? I think me, we talked about this a lot, like, at our, yeah, the last, yeah. I think last we did. time we talked Sonic. But, um, it hits my ear funny whenever you say <laughs> Sega. Is that what you're saying? And Sega just reminds me of like that. Is it like that rice pudding thing? I don't know. Maybe maybe that's I don't Sega. Know. I just, that might be for Sega. Me, <laughs> it is Sega. Like I had a Sega Mega Drive before that. I had a Sega Master System. It was just the thing. I'm pretty it, sure. Do you know what? I'm pretty no. sure it actually says Hang Sega, on. like when the thing lights it up. Does, it does, because I've just realised. I know. Even, I know where the opening just and it goes Sega. Sega. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I know I'm so wrong. That's, that's, but that's yes, how we say right, it. Well, it's just how we that, say it. So I'm that's to... all I ask. You know that you're on. <laughs> oh, can't no, ask any more than that. But anyway, oh, yeah, it's, you're right, it's a good it's opening. Fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's it's almost like <laughs> you get Sega, an MCU movie. Like it's like, oh yeah, like here is the logos, and I hope they continue it with other Sega things. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. I think they will. You know, I mean, look at Uncharted. That was the first PlayStation film, wasn't it? And they've, you know, they've had Tomb Raider films well, thing, before. Like, it wasn't, yeah, because like especially like the recent Tomb Raider, but it's the first time they created a PlayStation logo, and that's what that I mean. Yes. So you know, Tomb Raider two. You know, the Alicia Vikander film, when that comes out, I'm sure that'll have the PlayStation logo on it. Um, I imagine we'll see it at the start of, like, The Last of Us TV series. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Unless that's I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't always work out when they launch a film with a logo like, like Dark Universe. Yeah, that's, film. that's pretty rough. A lot of effort. They've got Danny Elfman to compose the, the logo. Anyway. But Sega. We we got the Sega opening. The end of the last film was when we got the teaser of Tails in the first place. That was pretty exciting. And Tails is very much a part of this movie. We get the introduction of Knuckles. That's a lot of fun. But although I said with that first film, I'm missing more of Sonic's world. It felt too much on Earth. Mm. And we get more of his world coming to Earth and that's what I asked for. But do you know what I did think this movie suffered from? Sidelining Tom. I know he's with his girlfriend, he's going to the wedding, and that's fine, and it all comes together in the end. But that relationship between Sonic and Tom, you get it at the beginning, they meet again at the end. And I know it's world building, and you've got the bonding between Sonic and Tails. I just, I miss Tom. You know, that first film, like it focused on the two of them, Sonic and Tom, and it was like it was like a buddy road movie, which was cool. And that worked for that. I mean, it, it is evident in this film that like they chose to focus on the relationship between you know, more so Sonic and Tails, which to me watching that was glorious, just seeing them together on screen doing things like so much fun, so much joy come of it. And then obviously with the Knuckles sort of, interaction and, and how the you know eventually the three of them come together like amazing i guess like the downside is that they needed to sort of sideline tom a little bit unless he was to come along like would you have preferred him to come along the journey with sonic and tails or just like i don't know i feel That's like a, yeah it needed yeah, to I mean, just be the colorful animal characters doing that and i agree i agree it, it does it does what didn't and what's work, happening in this yeah. What didn't work though is that what they did do with Tom, and and I guess by association, you know, like uh, Maddie 
and I guess Rachel and Randall and even the, the you know the daughter Jojo, like the wedding, the whole Hawaii thing. Like at first, it seemed like. Do you remember? Was it like the second or third, like Alvin and the Chipmunks movie? It might have been the second one where it's like they kind of sidelined the 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 Dave character, you know, Jason Lee. They kind of sent him away, and I know there was like production issues keeping him away from it and something like that. I think he had an injury or whatnot but it was it sort of felt like that like oh are they just kind of like getting rid of the human characters so we can focus on the you know the colorful critters but then they kept going back to Hawaii they kept coming yeah. back to them there was this whole I mean what what did the Hawaii stuff achieve there was a you know we got more gags with like the sister-in-law and all that kind of stuff with Tom you know like and then the the reveal about you know, Shimo, uh, Shima Moore's character, Randall, and the reveal of um, Gun, which is uh, a military thing in the games from, I think it was like the Sonic Adventure games that introduced them. So that was, you know, good, nice little cool Easter egg that they integrated there. But what was the actual point of all of that? I don't know. I feel like we didn't need any of it. it it's about yeah. the halfway it- mark that all of that sort of ends. You know, it's kind of, again, it's a gag. Um, yeah, it is. Rachel yeah. and Randall are, are still in love, despite you know the deception, the the Operation Catfish, the like the banner in like with the biplane in the sky, and it's sort of like, uh, and then we never see them again. It's it, it's like no, it doesn't affect the rest of the movie at all. It it just seemed like yeah, it's... a big waste of time. It's more disjointed, isn't it? I mean, again, still fun. And I'd go as far as saying more fun than that first one. But just having Sonic and Tom, the human, like you say, in a buddy movie together, a road movie, it just add more balance. Whereas when it cuts between the two, and I'm sure whenever we cut to Hawaii, you just want to go back and spend time with Sonic. 100%. Like, I was just having such a good time with just them too. Like, Tails is delightful like he's just a cute little and it's fantastic they got the 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 voice actor from like uh she does the voice of tales in 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 the games and they they've brought her in to be the voice for this movie and it's like that's fantastic i mean they didn't do that with knuckles they got idris elba with like his very almost scary a deep voice but just works (laughs) it really works it's a good voice it it does but i'm i'm glad they brought her in from the game i think she i think she does animation as well Uh, that's what she does like she voices tales like a professional voice actress like yes that's she yes she's an animation voice actor did you hear about the poster when they first put a poster out it had all the actors including Idris Elba, as you say, the voice of Knuckles, but she wasn't credited on the poster. Oh. And then there were fan backlash, and then they re-released the poster and added her name, Victory. That's, that's yeah, that's fly. I mean, look, uh, poster marketing, it's about the names that you'd recognise, the Idris Elbas, the, you know, the Jim Carrey, all of that. I, I get it from a marketing it makes standpoint. Yeah, I yeah, me too. At the end of the day, like, is she in like the top five of the main characters? I feel like she should be on the poster. Like, and she's famous for playing this character with her fan base. It's why yeah. they cast her in the film in the first place. So it was yeah, it was it was a win for fandom. I mean, I would getting I the name. I wouldn't want to say that would be the reason. Like, she's good at the like 
probably the best voice for it. She's actually, it works. But Knuckles, like, I mean, if you if you if you're familiar with the characters and the and the games and stuff, you're gonna know that like you know he's a part of the the Sonic gang, the crew, the friends. So you know that you know again like the, this movie doesn't have many surprises where you're like, oh, I didn't see that covered. But it's a it's a nice journey that you go on and pairing Knuckles, giving giving uh, Jim Carrey's Robotnik uh, like an animal sidekick for this movie, even though. You know, a lot of the gags are just like uh, Robotnik just sort of being trashy to to, to Knuckles. It's good. That, it's good that he had an animal pairing, and it was almost like, "Hey, to get my revenge on Sonic, I brought my own. Here he is." Yeah, and yeah. just which that works well. Really good dynamic, and then seeing Sonic and Knuckles just like biffing on and having like little, like almost anime style like fighting scenes. Like I was. How could I not love that? I was completely on board. <laughs> Ridiculous, but I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I've said, haven't I, that I played the games and I liked them. It was earlier games, but my knowledge of Sonic doesn't run too deep, to be honest. Like surface level, I'm okay, but it's there's other things where I'm just not familiar. Like, I didn't even know like Gun was taken. Was it the games or the? animated series but it comes it was, from somewhere uh, for, uh, the the first game so the um the games that were on the dreamcast so like sonic adventure and sonic adventure 2 um i believe they were in the first one but they definitely were in sonic adventure 2 um, right okay. they were sort of like a just another sort of adversary for sonic to sort of be hunted down by and have to deal with and stuff so very cool. i had to do a little bit of research the guardian units of nations also known as Gun for short. There you go. Yeah. That was like I. It was sort of like you know at the end of at the end of Iron Man where it's like ah oh, yeah things spell out shield and then as a you know as a little fan I'm sitting there going whoa and I had that moment here where it's like okay you there you win go. gun I was like hey, oh, <laughs> hey I didn't um, didn't know that. oh you know in both films they talk about Olive Garden and it just reeks of product placement. Yeah, I mean, they only did it once in this one. Yeah, but you know what? But then there was a, a gag about it's, like, oh, we'll just give him a gift card. <laughs> and you know what they're talking it's about. Not, it's a gag, but it's not It's not product placement. Like Olive Garden have got nothing to do with it. It's really odd. Yeah. Mm. But an interview, and yeah, it's got, I just assumed, like, remember watching the Power Rangers movie? Yeah, and, and it's they like Krispy Kremes. Yeah. And it's very distracting. Christian I mean, it's not as distracting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. That is pure product placement. But Olive Garden, not a thing. Hey, where are we doing it now? <laughs> We're plugging Olive Garden, even though we don't have them in Australia, to my knowledge. But yeah, it's just something that's said in both movies, but has, has nothing to do with Olive Garden. So there you go. Even though if, if nothing was actually formally arranged, I'm sure they still send them like some gift cards or something after. Yeah. Some, some like... <laughs> I want to say like fruit baskets, but like full of pasta, <laughs> some like pasta baskets. You know, I, I know you're not too familiar with the games and a lot of the mythology, but are you familiar with like the Chaos Emeralds and the, I guess, the Master Emerald, all that kind of stuff? Chaos Emeralds, but not Master Emerald. And obviously the rings, we've got rings of very... Yeah, familiar with the rings. You know, the Sonic and... 
we, we get them. I, hey, the opening the opening with Paramount replacing the stars with rings, genius. But anyway, yes, oh, I know the, the rings. Sound, yes. I know the on oh, the sound, the Chaos Emeralds. Mm. But oh, and Supersonic, I forgot about it. But then when it happened in the movie, I'm like, oh, I remember that being a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more limited in the gameplay. Like you don't stay supersonic for as long as it does in the movie. But that's cool. Yeah, like look, I was, I, yeah, like I feel like I had these movies mapped out. I was like, okay, the first one was just very simple, Sonic on the road, cool. The 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 second one, I'm like, okay, cool. If they're introducing Chaos Emeralds, this movie better bloody end with Sonic turning super. Um, I was going to say Super Saiyan, um, Sonic turning supersonic. <laughs> Um, and of, of course it did. So there's no surprise. Um, uh, failing that, also the the bloody Mac- McDonald's Happy Meal toys, like one of the toys we got, I was like, oh wow, it's a it's a yellow Sonic. I guess that happens in this movie for sure. So again, yeah, definitely you, definitely knew it was. You happening. mentioned <laughs> you mentioned that to me. Honestly, like Happy Meals are not on my radar at all. I didn't even know they did Sonic Two toys. I saw they were doing Sonic ones, and then. I, I was just getting them for my for my kid. I was like, he likes yeah, sure. he likes things with wheels. <laughs> no, I've given them to him. He's like chewed off the. You have to put little stickers over their like their feet for like the boots, like the shoes. He's like ripped them and shit. So I mean, uh, yeah, they're one hundred percent his guarantee. If they were mine, then, so, if they were mine, right. they would be on a shelf. They would be <laughs> away from. God, yeah, God, yeah, that explains it. That explains it. But anyway, you mentioned like you know what. And I'm with you here. I would have liked to have seen more of like Sonic's world. There's a there's a bit more of like we dive into the mythology of like you know like the long claw and who that character is to Sonic and, and stuff like that. Even though we're getting a lot more mythology, you know these these extra characters, Tails, Knuckles, the Chaos Emeralds, stuff like that. I still would have liked to have. I don't know. I had them. I think I would have preferred. Tails rock up and then be like, "I Sonic, I need I need your help because of something that's going on back home." And then Sonic have to go return back to his world, and then we see more of that stuff. So, remember that that first scene in the first movie where you know he's running through the look like a classic Sonic level, and you know he's doing the loop de loop thing, and that looked really cool. I we didn't yeah. get any of that. And it's like, it's great that we're getting so much mythology and I'm loving it and all these extra characters. But I'm like, ah, I still, maybe the third film, we have to go, we to go back there. I, I don't know, but I, I would have liked a little bit more of that. But I got to say, again, the Tails, Sonic, Knuckles coming together, having like an Avengers moment and then Super Sonic, like doing his thing. I was like, this is, this is fantastic. This is great. This is all I wanted, so I can't really complain too much because it delivered on all of that and made me a happy boy. Made me a happy boy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I mean, yeah, it was action packed for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, there's a lot of great um, fight scenes, visuals in here. You're mentioning you know, spending more time in Sonic's world, like in that first movie in the opening. We do get to hear the music from. Green Hill Zone on Tom's phone. That was Tom's pretty fun. Phone, yeah. I think they did that in the Tom, first movie as well, though. Tom got to do a thing. <laughs> Tom was in this movie. <laughs> well, do you know what? <laughs> in Hawaii, it, I mean, it was so obvious it was going to happen. It got the rings mixed up. That was fun. Oh, 100%. When Sonic arrives yeah, and yeah. there's the avalanche, that was a cool scene. 
yeah, he does a little trick with the, with Jojo and it's like, hey, give me the ring for a sec. And it's like, you're sitting there, you're just like, oh, okay, well, I know that he's stuffed this up. So like, you, you know what's happening. You, you know what's going on. Hey, the moment where, there's a moment where Sonic drops all of his rings. I feel like there was no consequence to that moment because I feel like he had rings. Yeah, true. The rest yeah. Of the movie. But I don't know. Maybe maybe there'll be something there. Might need to, might need to rewatch it. But um. You know, I'm gonna sit here, and I'm gonna. I, I need. I need everyone to just give me a moment to um to gloat for a second. What did I say the post credit scene in this movie was gonna be or gonna feature? Let I don't remember. Oh come on now, <laughs> come on now. What character uh, did I say the post credit scene for said... Sonic Two would feature <laughs> well, which character? Said... Yeah. Okay. Well, let me say you said it was going to be Shadow the Hedgehog, and but who you was also it? said? Well, yes. He was Shadow the Hedgehog, minus being voiced by Shima Moore. But yes, you're absolutely right. The character of Shadow was going to be in the post credit scene. And he was, and he wasn't voiced by Shima Moore, but I feel like that would have been better use of his character, of, of the actor, I mean, but <laughs> never. But dude, like, again, after seeing Supersonic do his thing, and it's like a cute little ending, and it's very nice, and it's like, ah, oh, cool, and it's sort of vibes of that first movie again. And then just like, oh, here we go. post credit scene. What's it going to be? Shadow the freaking hedgehog. Like, might be the best post credit scene I've seen all year, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was pretty cool. But <laughs> because, you'd, because you'd said it so often, like, not just on the podcast, but to me in it? general. Did I spoil it? Well, it's kind of like, oh, look, there it is. There he is. There's, um, there's Shadow. But just imagine but I had to get... if it wasn't Shadow. Oh, oh yeah. We'd well, have a different conversation and I'd be like... Oh. I had to be disappointed. But I had to get some more information because I could, even though you said Shadow the Hedgehog and I've nodded along, I had no idea who it was. I'd, I'd seen an image, a black Sonic, but I didn't know anything else more than that. So I don't know if what I found comes from... I'm assuming it's going to be from a game or maybe it's an animated series, who knows. But... What I found is that there was an experiment which took place 50 years ago. It revolved around Robotnik's grandfather attempting to save his granddaughter's life. The end result was the creation of the ultimate life form, Shadow the Hedgehog. Does that sound familiar to That's you at all? pretty much bang on. Um, the Sonic Adventure 2 game. Now, bear in mind, I played... The, I played like the remastered version Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, which was on GameCube. It was like one of the first games I had on GameCube. And I I think this is where my love for Sonic actually really came. And like those games are a lot more, there's a lot more story and like, you know, animatics and stuff to it. And a part of the plot is all of this stuff about Shadow the Hedgehog. It's like this hedgehog just rocks up and it's like this mystery, like, who the hell is this guy? And then as the story unfolds, you find out all this stuff about Robotnik's grandfather, um, the 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 daughter, was it? It was the daughter. Um, yeah, the fact, like, the ultimate life form, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of that game, not to spoil it, but I'm going to do it anyway, it's like both Sonic and Shadow go super, well, they just go gold, I guess, super Shadow. <laughs> um, right. And then they fight this like alien. Th- it's crazy. Like it is insane. And I think that's probably why I had so much joy with just watching Supersonic because I'm like, yes, it's here. And that's why I'm looking forward to this shadow confrontation because it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty badass. 
I'm assuming they're going to introduce a whole bunch of other characters as well as we go. So I'm just really looking forward to what's to come. And that's what I'm saying. Like, even if Jim Carrey, like, if it's true and Jim Carrey ends up not coming back, I mean, I think he would be a good element to that story but i guess you can do the next chapter without him you could have someone else sort of fill the shoes of the robotnik grandfather you know like through flashbacks or whatever and have bring that yeah thing in this, but oh, it won't but be jim i know it won't be the same if they if they still have jim carrey on board though and this might keep him interested instead of it could just play the grandfather, his grandfather oh, in flashbacks you so you could do something you know, a little bit different but still kind of but he does like he does like making these movies. And this film, we should say, it did huge at the box office. This, you know, not only breaking the video game curse, but this movie is a hit. And I'm, I'm so pleased that like, for everybody involved, and it is a really fun movie. You know, we like it as adults. My kids like it. And, you know, we're getting tie-in TV series or spin-offs on Paramount+. Plus. Idris Elba's coming back as Knuckles in his own spin-off. Yeah, what so Sonic's reckon, not going anywhere. That's gonna be. I reckon, like, so it's Knuckles, it's got to be like a, a prequel kind of thing, yeah. right? Well, like, you'd, you'd think, wouldn't you? Oh, that so could be wise. more yeah. stuff on. Well, I guess Knuckles world, like the Sonic world, it's the same world. But in in that <laughs> unit, maybe, yeah, that's what we want. Just without Sonic. Do you know what? <laughs> Today, my youngest, she started watching Sonic X. So she's seen, you know, the first movie, really enjoyed it. And I was looking on Netflix. What do they have? Sonic X. So she's into Sonic anyway. And then she discovers this character, Amy, a oh, pink hedgehog. Amy Rose. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, young girls like seeing girls in film and TV. So she's like, oh, cool. So again, she really liked that first movie. But now there's a girl, but now there's a girl character that she can get behind as well. So maybe Amy could appear also. Who knows? Well, I'm thinking, yeah, like the next movie, they could bring in Amy. They could bring in like, uh, what's that bat one? Like Rogue or whatever her name is. They can bring in like, I don't know, the crocodile guy. <laughs> like they can do a whole bunch Honestly, of- there was a pink hedgehog. I had to Google who it was. <laughs> That's the only reason I know she's called Amy. I didn't even know she was called Amy Rose. So there you go. More yeah. information. Right, like I said, I don't, those, know, who, I don't know who you just said. Very what was it a bat? She's like a she's like a she's like a bat. In the game, it was like Knuckles would be like a the, like treasure hunter kind of thing, and then she would be right. also a treasure hunter. It was like you could be like the bad guys or the good guys. It was, was good game, good game, man. very good game. But I no, think we're, now we're talking. Well, we, we're going all we're going all over the place a little bit. So let's bring it back to the film, and let, let's in fact, you know what? Let's rate this out of five. All I can say is. Had a, it's had a fun time. It's a delightful, fun little movie. Um, just seeing Sonic Tails and Knuckles come together is a is a massive joy. Um, great ending. Um, again, nothing really actually surprised me as such. Oh, I should say the the scene where like uh, Robotnik and Knuckles are like going through like the maze and the tomb. I was like, oh my god, like this is a this is a level from like the game. Like this is. It's crazy. So just like bringing the game to life within uh, the medium of a film, I was like, "This works." I like this is this is how you do it. This is a theatrical film. I'm getting the feels of the game. I'm getting the mythology and the the elements of the game that just make me pop with joy. However, the movie gets 
oh, it, it's, it's such a downer. Like all this stuff in Hawaii, even though there's some fun gags there, like the ladies have a moment to just like play with tails as like weapons and, you know, like blow up some dudes and stuff. There's fun stuff, but it just bogs the movie down and it doesn't really make any sense while it's happening. It's a weird disjointed kind of thing and it really brings uh the movie down other than that though look still had a pretty fun time but i have to come in a 3.5 so fun delightful movie nothing amazing and special but yeah just just really bogged down 3.5 i'm right there with you also at 3.5 um pretty much for the reasons you just gave also so i'm going to copy your answers yeah (laughs) it is it's fun it is a fun movie I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that I will be watching it again, definitely. Uh, but that first one, I've seen so many times because you can just go, keep going back to it. And it is, it's so much fun. So hopefully I'll get that from the second one as well. But either way, I mean, these, these movies are a lot of fun and entertaining for adults and kids. So, and again, you know, going so well at the box office, we're going to get a third. There's more Sonic coming. It's it's a fun movie, and what more could you ask for? It del- it delivers on what you'd hope it to be, but Hawaii, less Hawaii next time. That's what I say. It would have been cool if like Tom was kidnapped and taken, like Tom and Maddie were kidnapped and taken to Sonic's world or something. This was yeah, cheaper. Doing yeah. it this way was cheaper. I think a trip to Hawaii is a lot yeah. cheaper than a, a complete CGI world, but. I mean, what what you're talking about is Thor The Dark World. The first Thor movie, Thor came to Asgard. No, he left Asgard. Thor came to Earth. That's Fish out of water. The sequel, the human went to Asgard. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, that would have been interesting. And that way, Tom would have played more of a part. I mean, you've said, like, the, you know, they get the weapons in Hawaii. And, you know, because it's a comedy, it's that type of. Because it's a comedy, it's that type of movie, mm. they just guess how to use all the weapons and they're very good at it, but that's okay. It's funny, that you, it's funny that you mentioned Thor, and I guess one final point, I know we, we shouldn't be bringing up new things, but even though Idris Elba was in Thor, you know, the, the Heimdall, played Heimdall, but did you get like Thor vibes with sometimes like the, the way that he spoke? Oh, definitely. Like the speech, type of yeah. humor, like I was just, especially yeah. like at the end with the baseball, like why do like why must I hit it? Like what what anger do I feel towards this? But I was just like, man, this is like Thor, just not yeah. knowing what's going on. Like that's yeah, definitely, definitely there. That's sounding familiar. I think I've read that somewhere. That I think that is like what he was doing. Like oh, using right, his that was single voice. His Heimdall voice. Yeah, yeah. Heimdall and Thor had a baby and it was knuckles the echidna okay then um trivia (laughs) (laughs) one of the film's posters is a recreation of the sonic the hedgehog 2 us cover art except with tails standing behind sonic rather than next to him the way robotnik's hand rests on the two makes it look like he only has four fingers just like robotnik from said game also had looking closely you can see knuckles eyes in the two similar to sonic the hedgehog 3 which came out in 94 that was the u.s cover art also and 
This film was released 30 years after Tails' debut in the identically titled video game Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in 1992. It's a good name. It's a good name. Makes sense. It's a good tale. Yeah. Good so tale. There you go. 30 years of tales. 30 years of tales. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm going to choose to go out on. <laughs> that's it for our review of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Street Podcast. We also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, we recently reviewed Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And keep an eye out for our next review, Constantine, The House of Mystery. You've been listening to Luke and Jason and the guys from That Film Stew. See you soon. It's what I'm having tonight. It's middle of the week. Oh, sure, I'm no. not having an alcoholic drink. We're doing like shots. Like, yeah. okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shots of water. It's midweek. I'm actually drinking cordial. <laughs> <sighs> like a five-year-old. I, I, I've got some I apple and raspberry cordial. <laughs>